In the dimly lit chamber at the pinnacle of the Tower of Fates, the oracle stood before a vast, shimmering orb, her eyes mirroring its celestial glow. The orb, was an ancient artifact of immeasurable power, granting the oracle her unparalleled ability to perceive the countless threads of destiny, woven into the tapestry of time. The atmosphere was thick with arcane energy, as ethereal lights emanated from runes inscribed on the walls and floor, converging onto the orb in a majestic display of interconnecting patterns. With a deep, steadying breath, she extended her arms toward the orb. Arcane symbols danced around her fingers, their flickering glow interacting with the orb's surface. Upon contact, the celestial sphere resonated, its low hum echoing throughout the chamber. In an instant, the oracle found herself adrift in a metaphysical sea of future possibilities, each wave a different outcome, each ripple a potential eventuality. A chaotic mosaic of images rushed past her, kingdoms falling and rising, lovers meeting and parting, heroes triumphing and failing. Amid this swirling maelstrom, her gaze sharpened on a particularly dark thread, a vivid and disquieting image of her own death. She saw herself, sword in hand, standing in her own sanctuary, consumed by a dark rift in the fabric of reality. But what gripped her soul was not the vision of her own demise, it was the catastrophic sequence that followed. The moment her form dissipated in the vision, hellish landscapes emerged, rifts tearing apart the skies, the ground, the seas. Demonic entities overran the earth, reality itself disintegrating in a whirlwind of chaos and destruction. An apocalypse of incomprehensible scale and horror, all seemingly triggered by her own death. The weight of this revelation nearly broke her concentration, almost severing her connection to the orb. But she fought to maintain her focus, to confirm the horrifying details. Was there a loophole, an alternative? Could this grim fate be avoided? Each re-examination of the vision offered no reprieve, the catastrophic sequence, seemed irrevocably tied to her own life thread. Finally, she withdrew her hands from the orb, her body shivering from the aftershock of what she had witnessed. The intricate dance of lights ceased, and the orb returned to its dormant state. A suffocating silence fell upon the chamber. Determination replaced the dread that had initially filled her. This vision was a challenge, a gauntlet thrown, by fate itself. With grim resolve, the oracle knew what she must do, defy her destiny and fight to avert the impending apocalypse. The battles that awaited her were numerous and daunting, but the alternative was unthinkable. Thus, steeled, the oracle turned away from the orb, her eyes now a fiery blaze. The Tower, of Fates, stood ready to aid her, and time, while an adversary, was also her battleground. She strode from the chamber, robes trailing behind her, sword and magic at her command. Destiny had set a perilous path before her, but she was prepared to tread it, to alter it, and to emerge victorious. Descending the spiral staircase that connected the sanctum of the Tower of Fates to the Chamber of Artifacts below, the Oracle felt an adrenaline rush. Her ceremonial robes billowed behind her, the enchanted fabric absorbing ambient magical energy, empowering her for the trials ahead. This chamber was a vault of potent relics, 
Every item a treasure of arcane craftsmanship and divine infusion, collected over eons by oracles past and present. The chamber itself was a breathtaking spectacle of magical architecture. Arcane symbols crawled along the walls like shimmering vines, their glow illuminating an arsenal of mystical weapons, scrolls, and trinkets arranged in alcoves and pedestals throughout the room. Room-carved shields, staves topped with crystalline formations, vials of elemental essences, each object hummed with untapped power. Wasting no time, the oracle set her gaze upon a sword mounted on a plinth of radiant obsidian. It was a masterpiece, the blade shimmering with divine light. Crafted, in an age long past, by celestial blacksmiths, it was said to cleave not just flesh but the fabric of reality itself. Her fingers wrapped around the intricately designed hilt, lifting it off its resting place. As she did, a harmonious chime resonated, and she felt a surge of invigorating energy envelop her. It was as if the sword recognized her intent and approved, bestowing her with the might of the heavens. Next, she turned to a series of pouches filled with enchanted herbs and roots that lay nearby. Alchemically treated and blessed under lunar phases, these botanicals were valuable not just for their restorative properties but also for their ability to manipulate magical energies. Swiftly, she tucked several pouches into hidden compartments in her robe, feeling their magic mingle with her own, amplifying her reserves. The oracle took one last sweeping glance at the chamber, as if saying goodbye. Her every sense tingled with the energy of her acquisitions, her body and soul felt invincible. But she knew better than to underestimate the monumental tasks that awaited her. She felt the sword's celestial energy pulse in synchrony with her heartbeat, its readiness mirroring her own. With her arsenal secured, she turned on her heel and sprinted back up the staircase, her pace unhampered by the weight of her gear. As she reached the top, she felt a pull towards her scrying orb, almost like a call to witness again the horrifying destiny she planned to rewrite. But there was no time for second-guessing or hesitation. The oracle burst forth from the Tower of Fates, her figure a blur against the twilight. In her heart and soul, the battle had already begun. Armed with divine steel and empowered by mystical herbs, she ventured into the uncertain future, fueled by a singular, unyielding intent, to defy fate and prevent the apocalypse she had foreseen. The oracle entered the cursed forest, the towering trees twisted into grotesque shapes, their shadows a labyrinth of darkness even as moonlight tried to penetrate the canopy. The air was thick with malevolent energy, a palpable dread that clung to her senses. She moved swiftly, her feet barely touching the forest floor, guided by her innate ability to sense distortions in the fabric of reality. And then she felt it, an aberration, a rend in the very air itself, pulsing with eldritch energy. The forest groaned in response, as if nature itself resisted the abomination. The rift was a gaping wound in reality, tendrils of dark energy lashing out, tearing apart the ethereal barriers between dimensions. No sooner had she located the rift than it erupted in a dark spectacle. Spasms of eldritch energy lashed out, giving form to horrifying abominations, beasts with multiple heads, spirits with elongated, spectral claws, entities that defied description. 
They surged towards her, a nightmarish onslaught born from the bowels of unreality. Gripping her divine sword tightly, the oracle lunged into battle. Arcs of celestial light emanated from her blade as she slashed through the monstrous forms. Each swing severed limbs, heads, and ethereal forms, dissipating them into wisps of dark vapor. The sword hummed in her grip, its divine light searing through the corruption. The entities screeched in agony as they were banished back into the void, disintegrating into particles of shadow. However, each strike took its toll. Drained of energy but resolute, the oracle turned her attention back to the rift. From one of her pouches, she produced a crystal vial, its contents shimmering with an inner light. It was an arcane sealant, brewed from the enchanted herbs she carried, infused with her own magical essence and solidified under a celestial alignment. With a deep breath, and a whispered incantation, she hurled the vial into the heart of the rift. As the vial broke, its contents mixing with the dark energies, a shockwave of force erupted. The arcane sealant reacted violently with the eldritch energies, creating a harmonic dissonance that echoed like the tolling of cosmic bells. The rift shivered, contracted, and with an otherworldly howl, collapsed in on itself. The resulting shockwave tore through the cursed forest, toppling nearby trees and evaporating malevolent spirits. The oracle staggered back, exhausted but satisfied. Around her, the forest seemed to breathe a sigh of relief, its malevolent aura dissipating. She sheathed her sword and leaned against a tree, allowing herself a moment to recuperate. One rift had been sealed, one battle won, but this was just the beginning. With renewed determination, she strode forward, exiting the now quiet forest, her mind already focusing on the path ahead. The future had not yet been written, and she would fight tooth and nail to ensure it never unfolded as she had foreseen. The oracle found herself on the craggy slopes of Mount Veritas, her eyes set on an ancient obelisk that stood like a sentinel, at the peak. The mountain was treacherous, its steep cliffs and sheer drops a formidable challenge. But armed with divine might and her innate agility, she scaled the rock faces with supernatural speed. Her fingers gripped crevices and outcrops as she ascended, her enchanted robes providing bursts of levitation to clear impossible gaps. It was as if the mountain itself sensed her urgency, its obstacles becoming mere stepping stones in her relentless climb. Finally, she reached the summit, and the obelisk that crowned it. Carved from a single piece of dark, otherworldly stone, it emanated a mysterious aura. Legends spoke of its boundless wisdom, of arcane knowledge so profound it could bend the laws of nature. It was this wisdom she sought, the final piece in her quest to avert her grim destiny and the cataclysm it heralded. With no time to lose, she approached the towering monolith and placed her hands upon its cold, etched surface. A sudden rush of energy surged into her, as if the obelisk had been waiting for this very moment, for someone worthy of its secrets. Her mind opened like a floodgate, and cryptic incantations flowed into her consciousness. The experience was overwhelming. Complex geometries, forgotten spells, and arcane formulae inundated her thoughts. She fought to contain this deluge, 
her mind working at a feverish pace to organize, to understand. And then it crystallized, a spell of incredible complexity, designed to permanently seal rifts in the fabric of reality. It was the final weapon she needed, the ultimate safeguard against the apocalypse she had foreseen. With this newfound knowledge secured within her, the oracle stepped back, her eyes shining brighter than ever. The obelisk seemed to acknowledge her accomplishment, its enigmatic aura resonating in a brief but harmonious frequency. It was as if the universe itself gave her a nod of approval, granting her the wisdom to defy destiny. Though physically drained from the climb and the mental exertion, her spirit soared. She now held the keys to thwart her dark vision. Her sword, her herbs, and now the sealing incantation formed a trinity of power she wielded against the malevolent threads of the future. She descended Mount Veritas with speed, her body almost gliding down the steep slopes, navigating the treacherous terrain with ease. The oracle was now armed with knowledge and power beyond imagination. And while the battles ahead were bound to be perilous, the tools at her disposal instilled her with an unwavering resolve. As she reached the mountain's base, her senses already alerted her to the next concentration of eldritch energy. Wasting no time, she moved in the direction of the malevolent pull, her new wisdom burning bright in her mind. Time was of the essence, and every moment counted in her crusade to rewrite destiny. The Anakara Desert was a furnace, its sands ablaze under a merciless sun. Yet, even in this sweltering expanse, the oracle detected the chilling energy of another rift. The air shimmered with heat and dark magic alike, announcing the presence of otherworldly intruders. Soon, they materialized, demons with skin like molten rock, eyes of flickering flame, and talons sharper than obsidian. As if to mirror the turmoil below, the sky darkened, and a sandstorm roared to life. Winds whipped the sand into cutting swirls, obscuring vision, and abrading all in its path. In this chaotic atmosphere, the oracle drew her sword of celestial light. With each slash, demons met their end, disintegrating into wisps of sulfurous smoke. Her blade was swift, her movements a dance of death in the midst of the tempest. Yet for each demon she vanquished, two more seemed to crawl out from the rift, a gaping maw of darkness exuding malevolent energy. It was a wellspring of corruption, feeding the demons and bolstering their presence in this plane. They needed to be cut off from their source. Raising her sword high, the oracle chanted the incantation she had learned from the obelisk atop Mount Veritas. The words were alien, their pronunciation bending her tongue in odd ways, yet their power was unmistakable. The blade glowed brighter, now pulsing in harmony with her chant. With a final cry, she plunged the sword into the rift. A brilliant burst of light erupted from the point of contact. The incantation she had uttered merged with the divine energy of the sword, creating a vortex of counteracting forces. For a moment, the winds ceased, time itself appeared to pause. Then, as if sucked in by an invisible vacuum, the rift began to close. The reality around it pinched, twisted, and finally sealed shut, like a wound knit by invisible sutures. As the rift closed, 
its lifeline to the demons was severed. They shrieked in agony, their forms beginning to petrify. In a matter of seconds, they were reduced to statues of ash, their malevolent essence extinguished. Exhausted, the oracle sheathed her sword. The sandstorm had dissipated, leaving the desert eerily calm. For a moment, she reveled in her victory, her abilities proving stronger than ever with the added wisdom from Mount Veritas. But as she glanced around at the ashen remnants of her foes, she knew that her journey was far from over. Gathering her strength, she began to move. Her senses, attuned to the ebbs and flows of cosmic energies, were already alerting her to another disturbance, one that could not be ignored. She set her sights on the horizon, where dark clouds gathered, as if in grim anticipation of her arrival. With her sword at her side and new incantations in her arsenal, she pressed on, the relentless sands of Anakara shifting beneath her feet. The oracle's next battleground couldn't have been more contrasting to the searing Anakara desert. She found herself in the heart of Niflheim, a frozen wasteland where glacial winds howled like lost souls. Massive ice formations jutted from the snow-like spectral spires, and it was between these icy monoliths that she faced her next set of adversaries. As she arrived, monstrous figures took shape from the surrounding snow and ice, beings formed of permafrost and shadow, their eyes glowing an eerie blue. With roars that reverberated through the cold air, they charged, their icy limbs weaponized into razor-sharp appendages. The oracle met them head-on. Her sword swung in deadly arcs, each blow met with a resounding clash and a burst of steam as the divine heat met glacial bodies. Shards of ice flew through the air as her foes shattered upon impact, only to regenerate moments later, fed by the rift's dark energies. Exertion and cold were taking their toll on her. Even her enchanted robes could only fend off Niflheim's chill for so long, and each swing of her sword grew increasingly laborious. But she had prepared for this, a contingency for every possible scenario, was etched into her strategic mind. From her pouch, she retrieved artifacts imbued with the essence of fire. These were relics from sacred temples, enchanted under solar eclipses to contain the very spirit of flame. Clutching these fiery talismans in her hands, she chanted incantations that set them ablaze. With a calculated aim, she hurled them directly into the rift. Upon contact, the artifacts exploded in cataclysmic bursts of fire. Elemental flames spiraled into the rift, consuming the dark energies that sustained it. The fire clashed with the icy presence, resulting in a spectacle of steam and smoke, light and shadow. With a deafening roar, the rift imploded, its energies consumed by the unleashed inferno. Its icy guardians, now severed from their source, screamed in unison as the residual flames lapped at their forms. In moments, they melted away, leaving behind only pools of water that quickly refroze in the Niflheim chill. Breathing heavily, her breath forming clouds of vapor in the freezing air, the oracle sheathed her sword. Her energy was nearly depleted, but the satisfaction of another sealed rift fueled her resolve. The icy landscape lay still, its monstrous denizens vanquished, the immediate threat neutralized. Yet, as she ventured forth, 
From the frozen nightmare that was Niflheim, her internal warnings once again sounded. Another distortion, another tear in the fabric of reality beckoned her attention. Unyielding, she pressed on, her steps leaving transient marks on the eternal snow, each footprint a testament to her indomitable will. The oracle found herself in a world as alien as any she had visited, the crushing depths of the Mariana Trench. A place where sunlight had no dominion, where the immense pressure could easily pulverize bones and armor alike. But her enchanted robes, shielded her from the worst of the ocean's grip, and the celestial sword in her hands lit the surrounding gloom with a supernatural glow. It didn't take long for the denizens of the abyss to sense an intruder. Monstrous sea creatures, abominations deformed by the rift's influence, converged upon her. Gigantic tentacles shot out from the dark, each appendage covered in razor-sharp suckers and barbs. From another direction, enormous fanged mouths lunged, seeking to devour her in a single bite. With fluid grace, the oracle countered. Her sword danced in the water, an extension of her will. It severed tentacles with each pass, its divine light cauterizing the wounds to prevent regeneration. When jaws lined with fangs lunged at her, she responded with deft evasive maneuvers and lethal thrusts. In the weightlessness of the deep sea, her combat style took on a balletic quality, a three-dimensional dance of survival against monstrous foes. But the rift was the epicenter, the root of the corruption. Located within a sunken ruin, it pulsed and swirled, a watery vortex infused with dark energies. Approaching it, the oracle took from her pouch a sphere of pressurized light, a sealant she had specifically crafted for aquatic environments. With unerring aim, she launched it into the rift. As the sphere made contact, it released its stored energy in an explosion of light and force. The rift couldn't withstand the concentrated burst of celestial power. For a split second, the ocean around her seemed to brighten, as if the sun itself had broken through the impenetrable depths to aid her. Then, with a muffled implosion, the rift collapsed upon itself. In its wake, vapor bubbles surged upwards a column of heated water, and gas racing towards the surface miles above. The monstrous sea creatures, severed from their power source, disintegrated into a cloud of organic debris, scattering into the currents. Floating in the aquatic silence, the oracle felt the familiar fatigue wash over her. She had once again prevailed, but the ordeal had left her drained. As she activated the talisman that would transport her back to her tower for a brief respite, her senses pricked. Another rift was manifesting, another front in her ongoing battle against apocalyptic forces. With barely a moment's pause, she allowed the talisman to envelop her in its transporting glow. As she dematerialized from the Mariana Trench, her thoughts were already on the next skirmish, her focus unwavering. Whatever the challenge, wherever the location, she would be ready. The Oracle's return to her Tower of Fates was a whirlwind of urgency and dread. Her senses, finely tuned to the nuances of cosmic disturbances, led her to a horrifying realization, the final rift had materialized in her own sanctum, the heart of her power. There, within the chamber where she had once peacefully contemplated the myriad threads of destiny, 
was an anomaly unlike any she had faced. The rift was a swirling vortex of chaotic energies, its presence an abomination within her sacred space. With a flash of her sword, she tore through the barriers she had erected around the chamber. Her eyes met the rift, its malevolent form seemed to pulse with a dark mockery, an affront to everything she had been fighting for. No more calculations, no more planning, there was only the immediate, pressing need to act. Lifting her sword high, the oracle charged forward and drove it straight into the heart of the rift. Her incantations flowed like a torrent, each syllable imbued with the gravitas of finality. This was the ultimate sealing spell, a distillation of every arcane secret she had uncovered and every piece of wisdom she had gleaned from her journey. As she chanted, the sword's light intensified, merging with the cascading words to form an ever-expanding sphere of blinding radiance. Just when it seemed she might succeed, the laws of paradox intervened. The concentrated energy burst forth, in an uncontrollable explosion, hurling her with immense force across the chamber. She slammed into the far wall, the impact reverberating through her bones and consciousness. As she slipped into unconsciousness, her last perception was that of her sword clattering to the ground, its light dimming but not extinguished. While her body lay inert, the room fell eerily silent. The rift had vanished, but at a cost that was yet unclear. As she lost her grip on consciousness, her instincts screamed a single, inescapable thought, something monumental had changed, and not necessarily for the better. Stirring from unconsciousness, the oracle found herself sprawled on the floor of her sanctum. Bruised but alive, she gathered herself, rising with the aid of her willpower more than her physical strength. As her vision cleared, her eyes fell upon the central crystal, the core of the Tower of Fates, an artifact that held the power to synchronize with the very pulse of the universe. She reached out and touched its surface, seeking to gauge the extent of the damage she might have inadvertently caused. As her fingers made contact with the crystal, the tower shuddered. A tremor ran through its very foundations, as if the structure itself had experienced a sudden existential doubt. The oracle felt her heart plummet as the tower's vibrations intensified. The cosmic weave of fate and destiny, once a harmonious tapestry under her watchful eyes, now presented itself as a tangle of frayed threads and broken sequences. It was as if the tower, an extension of her own mystical abilities, had lost its rhythm, its ethereal cadence misaligned with the cosmic symphony it was meant to orchestrate. The oracle's apprehension escalated into a quiet form of internal panic. She had acted to prevent an apocalypse, to seal rifts that should never have existed, but this discord suggested a price for her interventions. And so, with a mind clouded by the weight of unintended consequences, she prepared for the next phase of her journey. The tower might be compromised, but her mission was far from complete. The oracle activated the viewing sphere, swirling mist giving way to visions of new disturbances, fractures in the earthly realm that called out for her immediate attention. With a sense of foreboding, she realized that her battle, far from over, had perhaps only just begun. The oracle watched in horror as her sanctuary, the Tower of Fates, mutated before her eyes. 
Walls that had once held the essence of eternity began to fissure, each crack an open wound in the fabric of her reality. Swirling voids of darkness emerged where there had been solidity, beckoning malevolent entities from beyond the veil. It hit her then, a devastating realization that pierced her heart like a bolt of icy dread. Her tower, once a beacon of cosmic order, had become the very epicenter of the chaos she had so desperately tried to avert. Her acts of sealing the rifts, of bending the fabric of reality to her will, had caused this twisted irony. Instead of silencing the drumbeats of apocalypse, she had composed a new rhythm for catastrophe, one that emanated from her own haven. Shaking off her paralysis, the oracle knew she had no time to indulge in despair or regret. Grasping her celestial sword, still glowing but noticeably dimmer, she approached one of the swirling voids. Its dark tendrils, seemed to reach for her, as if aware of her intent to challenge them. With an incantation that echoed with both defiance and desperation, she lunged at the void, her sword cleaving through the dark tendrils. But unlike the rifts she had sealed, these voids were of her own, inadvertent making, a darker, more stubborn breed of chaos. The tendrils regenerated almost instantly, snapping back as if mocking her efforts. Changing tactics, the oracle retraced her steps and headed toward the central crystal. If the tower itself had become a font of chaos, perhaps the core could be recalibrated to reverse the fractures. Her fingers danced over ancient sigils, her voice uttering spells of harmony and balance. For a moment, the crystal glowed brighter, the cracks in the walls narrowing as if attempting to heal. But then, with a sound like the shattering of dreams, the crystal dimmed, and the walls widened their fractured grins. Her sanctuary had slipped further from her grasp, now a distorted reflection of her initial, noble intent. In that bitter moment, the oracle understood the relentless duality of her quest, to seal one breach was to risk opening another. And yet, paralyzed by neither failure nor fear, she felt her resolve harden. She would set things right, no matter what new challenges the fractured tapestry of destiny wove for her. The walls of the Tower of Fates ruptured further, tearing open like festering wounds to spew forth abominations. Grotesque entities, neither fully of this realm nor another, invaded her sanctuary. Their forms were shifting chaos, an amalgam of limbs, teeth, and darkness, each a violation of natural law. With a guttural cacophony that resembled laughter, they bypassed the oracle and swirled downward, spiraling through the lower levels of the tower and out into the world beyond. In that harrowing moment, the oracle felt her soul crushed beneath an intolerable weight of dread and guilt. Her tower, once the pinnacle of cosmic alignment and prophetic insight, had transformed into the breeding ground of the apocalypse. These monsters were her doing, the unintended but irrefutable consequence of her attempts to reseal the broken fabric of reality. But as her sanctuary crumbled, and her spells faltered, a new sense of grim determination settled over her. The cosmic scales had tipped into chaos, and it was her responsibility to rebalance them, regardless of the cost. Gathering her strength, the oracle reached out to the vestiges of her power that still clung to the crumbling walls. She channeled it through her being, 
her essence becoming a conduit for whatever purity remained in the tower. Around her, arcane symbols ignited spontaneously, drawn in strokes of fire and light. A defensive circle sprang to life, temporarily staving off the encroaching abyss as she prepared for what would either be her ultimate act of salvation or damnation. Amid the pandemonium, a grand rift started to materialize in the central chamber of the Tower of Fates. It dwarfed the others she had faced, an abyss, so total that it seemed to pull not just matter and light, but also hope and meaning into its depths. The oracle felt a dark allure as she looked into it, this was a tear in the very fabric of being, a null point where all laws, physical and metaphysical, unraveled. It was then that she sensed a way to seal the rift, a deed that would require her own essence as the catalyst. It was the final, tragic layer of her initial vision, her own death as the linchpin that would prevent the apocalypse. The sword in her hand pulsed with a dim light, as if acknowledging the gravity of the decision before her. Her heart pounded in her chest as she weighed the grim options. To let the rift persist would doom not only her world but also the very essence of reality itself. Yet, to sacrifice herself would fulfill the dire prophecy she had fought so desperately to avert. It was a circle of destiny and irony too cruel to contemplate, and yet it demanded resolution. The oracle stood on the brink, her entire being trembling with the magnitude of the moment. She could feel the pull of the rift, a gravitational force that tugged at her very atoms, urging her to make the leap into oblivion. All her travels, all her battles had funneled into this single, unbearable choice. With a deep, shuddering breath, the oracle summoned her remaining magical energy. Her focus narrowed, compressing the chaos around her into a tunnel vision that centered on the grand rift and the sword in her hand. Arcane words began to form in her mind, each syllable a fragment of cosmic law, each phrase a pillar of order in a crumbling universe. She lifted her sword, its blade humming as it resonated with the raw magical energies coursing through her. The tip, pointed directly at her own heart, poised to plunge and catalyze the sealing spell that would close the rift at the cost of her life. Time seemed to slow, each tick stretching into an eternity as she hovered on the precipice of fate. But in that crucial moment, she hesitated. It wasn't fear that stayed her hand, nor regret for the life that she would never get to live. It was something subtler, an intuition that spoke not in thoughts but in feelings a ripple from the very depths of her being that suggested another way, a path untrodden, uncertain, and altogether perilous. Her sword arm quivered, as she recalibrated the focal point of her spell. Shifting her stance, she aimed not at herself, but at the swirling vortex of the rift. A desperate gamble, defying the logic of her visions, but one she felt compelled to attempt. That momentary hesitation, a flicker, in the cosmic scheme, proved fatal. The pent-up energy within her, now directionless, interacted catastrophically with the gaping rift. With a thunderous roar that seemed to echo from the beginning and end of time simultaneously, the rift exploded. It didn't merely rupture, it shattered, sending shards of unreality slicing through the fabric of existence like glass through silk. The Tower of Fates, her sanctuary and the world's last bulwark against chaos, disintegrated in an instant. 
Walls that had stood for eons, imbued with spells of protection and prophecies of doom, turned to dust as if they were no more than ancient parchment. Arcane artifacts, magical texts, the very essence of her life's work, all annihilated in a storm of dark energy. And the oracle, the hub around which all these events had revolved, was consumed by the maelstrom. As she was pulled into the vortex, she felt her form disintegrate, her consciousness fraying at the edges until there was nothing left but oblivion. As she vanished, so did the last defense against the abominations she had inadvertently unleashed upon the world. Her desperate gambit had failed, and the apocalypse she had foreseen, fought against, and paradoxically fueled, was now free to unfold in its horrifying glory. The aftermath was apocalyptic in the most literal sense. Rifts slashed open across the skies and earth, marring the fabric of the world like scars upon flesh. Where once there were bustling cities, now stood twisted ruins, swallowed by unnatural darkness. Forests became breeding grounds for malevolent spirits, oceans boiled as aquatic leviathans broke free from their abyssal prisons. Demonic entities, unleashed from the rifts, fanned out in a wave of destruction. They overran lands, engulfing kingdoms and civilizations in a tide of chaos. The skies bled crimson, as if weeping for a world undone. Mountains erupted, spewing forth not just molten rock but also monstrous beings of flame and ash. Tornadoes carved swaths of desolation across the landscapes, each a swirling vortex of malign energy. Natural catastrophes followed in the wake of these supernatural calamities. Earthquakes, shattered continents, tsunamis wiped coastlines off maps, and firestorms incinerated what little remained. The planet itself seemed to be rebelling against the perversion of its natural order. All this horror unfolded not despite the Oracle's Herculean efforts to prevent it, but ironically because of them. Every demon she had slain, every rift she had sealed, had been a thread pulled from the fabric of a reality she had misunderstood. Her interventions had not been stitches in a fraying tapestry, they had been incisions, cuts that weakened the whole. And now, the tapestry unraveled at an accelerating pace, the world unraveling with it. As the Oracle found herself enveloped in absolute darkness, a place beyond time and space, a final, harrowing realization washed over her. Her visions, once believed to be warnings to prevent impending doom, were in reality the script of a self-fulfilling prophecy. She was not merely an observer, a seer standing apart from the events she foresaw, she was the fulcrum, the catalyst around which those events inevitably revolved. Her quest to escape her own death, fueled by visions she mistook for cautions, had served only to hasten the very apocalypse she had striven to avert. Every rift sealed, every demon slain, had been a stroke of the brush in a dark masterpiece that she had not only foreseen but authored. With that horrifying understanding, she felt her consciousness start to unravel, threads of her being dissolving into the vast emptiness. There was no redemption here, no second chances. As she vanished into the dark, she became an indelible part of the very calamity she had inadvertently unleashed, a tragic paradox lost to the void. But just before the final threads of her existence were pulled apart, a new vision crystallized in the remnants of her awareness. 
Another oracle stood before a swirling vortex of destiny, this one different, yet hauntingly familiar, as if echoing through the corridors of fate. Could it be, that even at the brink of oblivion, the cycle was destined to continue? And then she was gone. Leaving only the echoing horror of a world undone.